Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast. The Walking Dead TV podcast. Hey, it's only been 322 episodes. Maybe I'll get it right yeah. one day. It's about time you made a mistake. <laughs> First one ever. That's right. Um, you are listening to podcast history, my friends. Yes, right. as far as anybody knows. Um, no. Uh, yes, 322, Walking Dead TV podcast. I'm Russ. With me is Jim and Aaron and Daryl. Hey, are you sure? I'm positive. Um, you adjust the tracking on this so I can see this Commonwealth video better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I have uh, I have entered the future. Mm-hmm. I am I am all plussed up. Oh boy! What? Yes. Are, hey, come on, man! I told you not to use that horse dewormer. <laughs> um, no, we finally we finally cut the cord on the Dish Network. So. Good for you all. You're taking your first step into a larger world. Yeah, yeah. We we were able to kind of get this sweet deal where it was like sixty bucks a month for like a year, and then that ran out. And I tried to call their bluff, and they didn't bite. So they wanted to up it to like I think the best deal they were going to get me was like one twenty five, and I'm like, damn, yeah, that's double what I've been paying for the last six months. Yeah, Yeah. so. Yeah. Adios, muchacho. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So now, even with I, I found, I, I actually found Philo TV, which for twenty five bucks a month gives me like four, or gives me gives us like forty channels, so my wife can kind of watch whatever those weird, you know, reality TLC, game show network, whatever TV shows that she watches. Nice. Um, <clears throat> but I just, I just bit the bullet on AMC Plus. I was like, okay, I'm still, I'm still coming out like way ahead. Uh, yeah. do, doing that, and so you could be confused on what episode we're covering. I was just like, gonna say I could be I could join Daryl in in not remembering which episode. No, I, I am Doctor uh, Current sidekick. Kid Current. Yes, <laughs> I stopped myself this time. I didn't watch the episode next. Now you know uh, you can go you can take it further, and I think it's for another couple bucks a month. Also get Shutter, my friend. I'm just saying. I just did the you whatever the really, thing. You want to really live the the, the horror life? Sure. See, I'm not a I'm yeah I'm not a horror guy, but I did the thing through um, Amazon where you just add the channel. Right. That's what I did. So it's like eight bucks a month or whatever it is, and that's it's what I did. It's all yeah. three. It's like it's yeah. it's AMC Shutter and what IFC I think or something. I think it's IFC. Yeah, um, yeah but you don't get Sundance. 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 Yes. Yeah. Well, you don't yeah, get it Sundance. all. You get some. I mean, I'm, I I was watching Gangs of uh, London before uh, before we recorded, which I haven't been able to do because you can't you can't do that without Plus. So um, yeah. everything seems like it's there. So I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I'm happy. So I have uh, I've joined the 21st century. Welcome to Plus Life. Yes. 
but I, I do plan on uh, staying apace with the uh, uh, with the broadcast schedule. It just makes so it less confusing because I totally were okay. confused the first couple weeks. Yeah, I have, I have the I have the same AMC Plus Shutter uh, package or whatever, and I haven't been watching it a week ahead of time either, just to stay out of like. I keep seeing Daryl having trouble. Like, now oh, which episode was this, and what happened? I'm like, I don't, I know that would happen to me if I did that. So yeah, if if, if I know I'm going to be like, I think next month I'm going to be on vacation one weekend. So if we end up pushing a couple days, I'll probably watch it ahead of time so I could take my notes. So that way, when we do record, like I don't have to try and like rush and watch it uh, or something. So it's it's kind of a cool option to have. But right. Um. But yeah. Um. And then I was looking at the calendar again. So. The 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 eighth episode of the prop the Walking Dead show, mm-hmm. so the 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 fear premiere and the world beyond will be the same night. So it'll be a double that night. So maybe. I thought maybe it was going to overlap one week with the main show, but it doesn't. It it's uh, they both premiere on on October seventeenth or whatever that whatever. So that's that. So yeah, so it might be nice. I might watch them early just so I don't, I can you know watch one one day while I take my notes and then watch the other the, maybe the next day. So anyway, cool. anyway, uh, I have a little bit of news. Go for so, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's son uh, got to appear on The Walking Dead this week mm. as a zombie. Nice. Oh, young Augustus Morgan was he the kid that was poking his head through the fence? He was indeed. So, nice. Ah, oh, Walker yeah. that poked his head through the fence. Eleven-year-old Augustus. That did seem curious to me because it's like we and don't that, get we don't get kid walkers ever nope. on this show, so it's like that seems like it sticks I was out like, a lot. Where did that kid come from? I thought it was going to be like it was one of the the kids from one of the communities, and someone was going to say something like, "Damn, that's pretty crazy." That it's weird that the bullies that. are still bullying the same kids. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like that, but they didn't mention anything. So I'm like, that was weird. But uh, yeah, his. Now the entire everybody in the family except for three year old daughter uh, George Virginia has been on the show. So uh, when they need a stunt baby, yes, there you go. See what, <laughs> right. what what the writer should have done is Judas should have walked up to that punk kid and said, "That's what happened to the last little bastard that messed with me," and then walked <laughs> off. Yeah, that would have been cool. Wow. Again, you know, free material. They they should just I call know. us. Wow, waiting for the phone to ring. Yes, I'll call you. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe uh, they'll they'll grab us up out of the ashes, perhaps. Russ it could be, yeah, which coincidentally is the title for season eleven, episode five this week. Uh, a, a, a Nicotero directed it. Yes, Greg Nicotero yes. directed this. Um, so the pacing on this one was a little off from what we've been getting lately. So we've we've kind of been getting either focus on one character, one set of characters. Or sometimes it'll flip between two sets of, of characters or two kind of two storylines. So this one was a little different because this one we had full, full like four full storylines going at the at the same time. We're kind of intercutting with. So it's uh, as if the show was like, guys, we we know we gave you just all about Daryl last week, so let's give you like four different storylines. Yeah, catch up on every yeah. other character on this yeah. show, and a yeah. lot actually happens too. There's yes, like yeah. a lot packed into one hour as opposed to you know like, like you said last week, Aaron. Yeah, I think I have There's more a notes lot going on here this week yeah. than the last two weeks combined. So, mm-hmm. 
So well, the way, in, brother. Yeah, the way we're gonna we're gonna break this down is we're not gonna do it chronological as the episode went through. We're gonna kind of break it down into the four main storylines and just kind of talk them out because there's not really any kind of you know real uh, real reason to kind of hop back and forth and just and just constantly sidetrack. So um, we will start with. We'll just kind of follow the the lead on the beginning of the episode, and then follow that. We'll fo- we'll follow the the Alexandria crew, so um, or the 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 hilltop crew actually. But um, it it starts with Aaron, who is in a forest with Grace, his daughter. It's nighttime, um, and this again, Nicotero directing the lighting on this was awesome. Like that when you looked off, and it was it was dark, and there was. Uh, uh, in the distance, the forest was like r- lit red, mm-hmm. which pretty much clued me in that this was a dream to begin with. But oh, yeah, I thought right visually, yeah. uh, I thought visually it was pretty stunning. So, well, I mean, it was a cool way visually to get that across. Yes, that it wasn't you know without you know like putting wavy lines around or just making everything foggy or whatever. It's, right, it's a cool way to do it. I mean, Nicotera is very, very good with that kind of visuals. If you see like. Um, uh, the creep show series on Shutter, he does a lot of that kind of stuff too. Uh, on the episodes he's worked on, with the you know the intense hues and the colors to kind of give it an unreal look. It's a very very cool effect. Cool, yeah. So it was very well done. So yeah, it's Aaron at night. He's with Grace. They come across a walker, and at this point, it's it's kind of like his greatest hits, hits of villains, right? It's you, you hear yeah. the whisper or the not the whispers, but the um, the savior's whistle and. You know, it's it's everybody's. We get the wolves. The wolves, yeah, because he's got the big W um, scratched into his head. Of course, the whisperers, and they all just kind of come at him. And as he looks away and then looks back, he can't find Grace, and he's kind of freaking out. And they all surround him, eventually get to him, and just all start like stabbing at him. Um, and of course, and then they cut. It's like a. It's very it's a real quick cut. Yeah, very brief mm-hmm. to um to uh, Robert, Robert Patrick's, Patrick's character. character. Yeah. Uh, as he wakes up, which may be kind of snickered, like honestly, yeah. it's like I get what they're doing. It was just, it was just like ah! he just like screams. <laughs> yeah, also me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this one was added later. Um, so yeah, so it was all all a, a dream, and of course he wakes up, gets up. I love his steam. Is was his hand this steampunk previously? Is this a new? Is this a new hand? Uh, it seemed a little notable. It's like it looked Man. pretty Army of Darkness. It's, it's, yeah, it did. It's, it's, it's kind of like Tony Stark's armor in the Marvel movies. It's like a yeah. different version every time. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. In um, Aaron Labs, he's really uh, going to town on different hand oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's that or it's the spike ball, right? Like it's. Are you it's, talking yeah. to yourself? You keep talking to someone named Jarvis, and nobody's here. <laughs> nobody's hearing you. The, the spike ball is when he puts his has his angry face on. That's how yes. he's mad. He has the spike ball in his hands. Yes. Uh, but this one looked especially steampunky. Like it I don't did. know what yeah, it was. It, it stuck out. It, it stuck it, out. It like, really stuck it, out. Whether it was like the shading of the room or whatever, by contrast or whatnot, it just seemed like, oh yeah, he's his hands really uh, doing a lot of work to make it look like he doesn't have a hand. Yes, and it was you know well lit, close up, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So we kind of got a good good uh, a good view of it. Um, so then we cut to Jerry, who I love it. He get, he get, he wakes up in the morning. Everybody's <laughs> still sleeping. The highlight of the episode. Yeah. Oh, this is a nice scene. <laughs> and this is he's well like he's like leapfrogging around everyone, twisting oh, around, you uh-huh. know, leaping over. Um, and then he's got to go. He's got to go to the bathroom. So he's like mostly still asleep, standing there, uh, taking a leak, and uh, he lo- happens to look over and sees a random walker coming. And it it's, takes him. Well, 
it takes him a minute to yeah. uh, to kind of figure it out. And then he he turns. He, he turns towards the window as, while he's still being, um, and he's like, "Hey, dudes, dudes!" <laughs> he's running out. The only thing that could have made that better is there was a giant pea stand on his leg. Like, after oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, uh, so that and was he compensates right away because they all run outside and Jerry like has his machete, took like a flying shot at like one of the walkers yes. while he's running at everybody. Yes, <laughs> it was and, that trailer moment. It was like, oh yeah, good Jerry. <laughs> yeah, and then th- did you guys notice there's like one random guy that's being eaten? Yup, and I'm like. Yeah. What yep. the, what's up with that? Like, how the hell? Like, did you get the memo about how to avoid walkers? Yeah, it's like <laughs> one random guy. It was kind of funny. Oh, it's that guy <clears throat> over there that we've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of them coming in. So the wall has a the wall has been breached. Um, there's a lot of them coming in, and then they all kind of run to get the wall shored up. Um, and it was a cool scene where Aaron is, you know, as they're pushing the wall back in place, he puts his hand up because obviously he doesn't have to worry about getting bit um, and just kind of holds it back. And then he, <clears throat> he, bat- Jerry picks up, what was it like a sledgehammer or something like that? And, yeah. and mm-hmm. then Aaron ducks out of the way and he just like whacks that Walker's head right into the post. And it was, it was a good, like thing. right as they're closing up the wall. Yes. Like smacks just in time. And it's yeah. like, Oh, that's a good kill. <laughs> so given, given the fact that last week there were no Walker kills, we, we got, uh, well, it's a Nick Taro episode too. So of course right. there's going to be, there's going to be walkers, yeah. but, um, but yeah, they made up for it this week. So where's oh, yeah. the uh, where's the watch on all of this? Like, how come nobody? Yeah, I know. So giant, yeah. about let, say, let alone like, heard yeah. the wall fall down. Yeah. That seems like that would make a noise. <laughs> You'd think they do have. A, I mean, they used to have some. I don't know. Watching it, it just seemed like that. We kind of brushed over the whole. How did this happen to begin with? Part of the episode. Maybe yeah, I mean, not that many. So hungry. It's not like half of them left with. Maggie and Daryl, right? Exactly. Like where oh. you know there'd be they'd be short that many people, but there's like fifty people in that house. That yeah, Jerry was walking in. Maybe just because they have no food, they're all tired. They can't stay up. Yeah, that's what I figured. Up. They're probably going to say something like that. Yeah. So so that's where we get with the the cold open. Um, and so next we we meet up with this part of the story. They they need to go to the hilltop for supplies. They kind of they realize that they need. They need to work metal. They need to do, you know, they need just see if there's other stuff they can use. They need tools. Tools, yeah. Because because the walls, they're not going to hold. Like right now, I think they're, they were out there banging on each panel separately to try and spread them out so they don't all congregate on one, you know, one piece to knock the walls back down. So they're, they're kind of using every trick they can to get them to not just, again, rush the, rush the walls like they did before. So, they kind of make the decision that, you know, if there's anything they could use at the hilltop, it's it's kind of worth the risk to go. Um, and Rosita kind of is a little bit of a Debbie Downer and is like, well, what if there's nothing there? And then you're, you know, it, it's a, it's kind of a wasted trip. But Rosita does a lot of talking without doing a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of her comments are on the sidelines. Yeah. Specifically mm-hmm. with, like, I don't know, children that could use her help. And she's like, you know, rather than step in, you want to hear a story? I'm like, no, uh, yeah. Rosita, I don't want to hear a story. I want you to yeah. Man, that's what I, <laughs> I cannot feed my children on your sarcasm. <laughs> Grab one of those little no. shits by the collar. But they all agree that horse was good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So when they 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 get to the hilltop. Um, so again, this is like time dilation, right? So they get. I was going to say, yeah, it's like they, they get <laughs> they the hilltop get, and they they like, hilltop. Uh, jump, yes. jump over a hill, and there they are. Like it's yes. there. 
Um, and it's obviously burnt out. You know, there's there's uh, you know burned up walkers. The, the you know you can see where the house has been torched. Everything's just a mess. And then they look over towards the uh, I guess it's with a barn or whatever. And there's a there's a bunch of walkers in a circle that well, are first just first up first up before that they find like their people. They found yeah. like that 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 yeah. died. That oh yes, died. yes. And they yeah. have to go through this routine of killing basically all the because they feel really they really right. there are there are, it, it leads to this whisper thing because they're already upset because they just had to like yeah. you know kill all their people that are now walkers. So they're kind of riled up at that point. Yeah, because Aaron has been stripped. Aaron and Jerry, who they've been they were living at the hilltop. At yeah. Time, so it's like, now right. they they just had to you know put a you know put an end. Well, she had to snap them out of it because they were just getting yeah. caught up in the wheat oh no it's so-and-so and so-and-so and she's exactly. like listen listen uh, yeah. you know reunion yeah. later i know we don't want to do it and bobby it. and automatic yeah and who exactly. can forget chucky and little <laughs> exactly it's like get it we got to get it done let's get it done yeah i think right right after aaron kneels down to the one guy and puts his knife in, in his head. You to, can't even look at him when he did Yeah, it. it's like real slow, you know, to, yeah. to finish him. They notice that over in the corner there, there's there's a bunch of them that are, they're like, oh, there's there's more. And then they start just walking in a circle. And so they're like, oh. Rope and stuff. Yeah, they're like, okay, well, we got to go do something. So they start going towards it and kill them all. And, of course, they well, come Well, they up, knew it was a herd, too. Remember? Right. They yelled, it's a herd. Yeah. Because they were going in such a circle. And so they get there, they able to kill them all, and they find, of course, there's one that's a whisperer, has the has the mask on, and they take the mask Aaron, off. I like the scene of because Aaron, once he realized, I mean, he just had that dream, and they really focus on it. Once he realizes they're being herded, he knows there's whisperers in there, right? Mixed in there somewhere, <laughs> and he just goes, starts like just slicing away as he's running, which is a pretty good action scene. Yeah. So he already has a bit of an axe to grind. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Between, like, killing his, like I said, he's killing his own people, so they're already riled right. up, and he already just had his right. dream about losing his daughter and, all, you know, all yeah. that. Because so. he needs to get a handle on his anger. Uh, yes. And then, like, you know, that very morning or however give long. up on a hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that very morning, he you know almost lost his life because of Alexandria's walls not being as well done because of the whispers. So it's right. like, yeah, a lot of strikes yeah. against yeah. these guys right now that he does yeah. not want to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they find this this whisperer. Uh, find out his name. He says his name is Keith. He says he's on his own, and nobody believes him. Lydia is not sure. Lydia is a little skeptical. Yeah, thinks he's telling the truth. Not- Carol seems to be a little bit on the fence at this well, it's point. It's funny because they kind of look at Lydia. They're like, you know this guy? And she's like, eh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And he throws it. Yeah. I like It's funny how he just throw it in detail. Lydia, I used to bring you, like, you know, food when your mom was gone. Back in the day. She's still, she's still not like. I, we used to hang out. We used to, I used to read you Berenstain Bears when you were young. Exactly. <laughs> sing Backstreet Boys songs together or something. Yeah. You wanted it that way, and I gave it to you that way. Exactly. <laughs> it's in the magazine. Nothing dirty. No. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hand it to you. Yeah, I wrote dork whisperer because I could like Keith was like that's not doing anything for me, but yeah, like, the guy looked like <laughs> a yeah. Dork. So yeah. Like, <laughs> and he was too. Fr- I mean, he was just too scared. Well, that's yeah. why I, I I was with Carol. I was like, I don't know about this. Like, maybe yeah. he's telling the truth, but like, and then it, like it takes us kind of a swerve because like, yeah. okay, so he's like 
it's just him and a bunch of others that are just don't know what the right. fuck they're, like they're just scared. Yeah, because so. we've seen that whole thing of they act like they're you know an enemy acts really 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 scared, and then when you turn around, they pretty much are you know setting you up. Yeah, I mean to some degree, Lydia herself kind of did that, right? Like yeah, she did, you know, when she they first she first totally got her. Did. So. Yeah. yeah, but they go through all that bit, and Lydia's like, "Yeah, I don't maybe like I don't know. I like, don't know. You know, this guy he wasn't in my mother's inner circle. That's that's what he said right. for sure. So it's like, who knows who this guy is? So they still don't believe him. They're going to take him to the cellar. I'm assuming to kind of tie him up until they figure out what to what to do with him. And there's more people down there. And at that point, like the, the Aaron just is seeing red. So you know, he's like, "How many more are down here?" And they start pulling. You know. Through, through all the stuff that's down there, he finds another mask. Um, <clears throat> and then Jerry finds a, it, it looked like a blanket, and he said that it belonged to his wife, right? Like, I forget he. he it's, I thought, a, it's her um, her head her headscarf. Right. 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 And he's like, this belonged to, and I, I forget his wife's name, but. Um, and he's like, they were they were part of the ones that were in Alexandria. They, they burned our home. And that's and, when Jerry turned. When you make Jerry turn, yeah, you yeah. got mad. Yeah. yeah. So then he's, he's like, Adila. freaks out. And then takes a slash at Aaron, um, yeah. and I thought he I thought he actually cut at Aaron. He did nip him. I thought. Yeah, yeah he, he got. Him. Did he? Because it wasn't fatal, but I mean, no, yeah, he got, no. he got yeah. But him. I didn't like. I kept I kept looking. I didn't see like where his shirt was cut up or he was bleeding or anything. He wears baggy shirts, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, N- Nabila is the name of Jerry's wife. Nabila. Okay, yeah, yeah. He All said right. this is Nabila's. Yeah. So uh, he he makes a slash for Aaron, tries to make a run of it, and 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 they grab him. So uh, the next they get back from him, they've they've got him, uh, and they've got him tied up. And uh, Jerry is is kind of playing like the pinata with him, where he's up and up and down. And this guy is just full on, just begging for his life, sobbing, crying, screaming, freaking out, and. And Aaron is just not buying his story. He wants to know, you know, how many more there are, where they are, you know, what, you know, what, what they've done. And he's still not buying it. And so he tells Jerry to let him down again. And he's got a walker like on a, like on a pitchfork or something. Yeah. And the first time he bites his, like bites at his sleeve. And the second time when he lowers him down, he, he lets him full on bite his bite his hand. Yeah, that is and, pretty quickly. It's, yeah, it's he, a lot. <laughs> yeah, and he pretty much tells them, "Hey, you, t- you know, this is how this is going to go. Like, you can tell me what I need to know, and I'll cut off your hand before the infection starts in, and you'll live, uh-huh. or you can just keep going like you're going, and you're just going to die." That takes me back to the Rick days. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is totally a Rick move. Yeah, <laughs> and given yeah. you know the short hair, the beard, and the one hand, yeah. pretty much Rick. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, you remember the very first time Aaron encountered Rick and them? Yeah, they were, they were you know they pretty much tortured him the same way. Yeah, or in similar ways. Aaron has fallen quite a like. Aaron was the optimistic guy. Yeah, yes. he was. Aaron, Aaron was yeah. the guy that's like he's going to keep the peace. He wants yeah. to work out the most you know you know the the best solution possible for everybody. He mm-hmm. is the median. And now he's like this grizzled man who like has no desire except to protect his daughter at all costs and will do what he can to kill anybody that gets in his way. It's like, boy, this is a, a dramatic arc for Aaron. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, yeah. like, at least I can I can see where it comes from because he's lost so many people. Yes. Right. But like, remember um, when Jesus was still around? Remember then? Um, yes. And it was wow. like, well, what was who was he debating with constantly? It was him and... Who was it? Was it? It wasn't Carol. No, Carol, because Carolyn Morgan. They had their thing. Gabriel. No, 
Maybe it was Gabriel. Was it? No, it was one of the women. What's her name? It, it was. Um, what's her name? What's her face? She's dead. Her head was on a spike. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I can't think of her name now. Regardless, uh, there. Remember what? Like, my my point is, like Jesus, like he had this thing where it just kind of like kept going on and on. As far as like every week, it seemed like they just didn't know how to like handle his thoughts on all of this. Even mm-hmm. though he, he was similar to Aaron, right? He was generally a for you know a, a positive guy despite being good in action or whatnot. But then he just kind of got he got so mopey. And then they killed him off. And they're like, we didn't know what to do with him. It's like, well, clearly, you just gave him the same storyline over and over again. Exactly. At least Aaron, and I like, I get it. I seem like I get where he's coming from in this. So like, at least they've kind of fixed that problem. Yeah. For now, <clears throat> I don't know, see what happens. So yeah, he 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 kind of keeps with with you know the the same story. And at this point, Carol's like, okay, this is like Aaron's going too far. So she pulls back the bow, and um. And cuts him down, uh, or she cuts. She shoots the walker in the head that Aaron had on the pitchfork to to stop this. And she kind of has like a come to Jesus meeting with Aaron and says, "Look, <laughs> ah, come to Jesus." That's funny. Get it? Get it? Poet and didn't know it. Did there? Um, uh-huh. But explains what it she, like she tells him, "Like, look, once you start down the dark side, yes, never, it will dominate <laughs> your destiny." Uh, and he was pissed when yeah. she did that. Yes. Yeah, he he kind of screamed at her and and took he a few steps. Yeah. yeah, but she well, she told he's, him. He's kind of, oh, I'm sorry. He's kind of working through his stuff with this guy. You know, yes, more clearly. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Tara, Tara, Jesus. They, oh right, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They kept having a thing. Yes, thank you, thank you very much for looking that up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Carol just said like, look, this isn't who you are. This isn't what you want to do. This is what I did, and look at what what the result of it was. I hurt people around me. I caused all this pain and I'm still paying for it. Like you, this is not what you, what you want to be. And so Aaron, they, they cut him down and he leaves him the knife and he's like, you want to save your hand? You can cut it off yourself or whatever. And, and they, they just leave. the guy. He, he gives him a He says, I can do it for you or you can do it yourself. That's what Oh, I thought he said, I'm not going to do it for you. No, you no, no he yourself. said, I can do it for you or you can do it yourself. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And I assume he ended up doing it for him because that's horrible. I'm sure. <laughs> like, yeah, because he wasn't passed out. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I thought he said I'm not going to do it for you. Okay, that makes. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's not that terrible. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he's just going to infect you and yeah. have to cut your hand. It's not. He's got he's got some lines. It's because he gave him information. So I mean, it's like, why would he be yeah. that mean? <laughs> so at the very end. Uh, the way the episode ends and also the last bit of, of this part of the story, uh, the hill, they're loading up a wagon. They're gathering up whatever tools and supplies and everything else that they could possibly salvage from Hilltop. Um, and Keith tells him he's, he's like, Hey, down in the caves or whatever. I, there was a woman that, that I saw, um, and she was with somebody and it, it told him, you know, where they, you know, where they were. And they all realize in that moment that he must be talking about Connie. And the explosion and that she met up with some other people. Yeah. And so Carol's like, all right, I'm going to go try and uh, try and find her. And Aaron tells her is like, no, like, look, look, let's get home. We'll go first thing in the morning. We'll go out and find her. And Carol's like, yeah, that actually that makes more sense. More sense. Yeah, because this is Carol's redemption. If he could find her. Right. She can. uh, can Yeah. If she finds Connie and get her back to Daryl, then she's in a better spot. Um, 
They're like the way they did, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. We will find out next week. But like right. the way they described it is like it's because we the last we saw Connie, she was with Virgil. Like Virgil came out of nowhere. Right. From the island. From right. the island. Yes. But the way the keep described it is like there's like a group of them or something and like something else is going on. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to expect as of yet. Yeah. But, now now they're going to have all the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of it kind of left things on a more optimistic note, right? Like they, oh, yeah. everybody oh, yeah. kind of felt positive and and they got the tools they got information uh-huh. and you know when they left when they left keith like all the his other whisper buddies like came out right like, oh, let's get them yeah yeah they can't they went to him yeah they were pretty much watching for you can they're you can tell they were like watching from the hidden, those, wi- those listeners are really good they're really good at hiding yes i know i know <laughs> <Yes>. they're right there <laughs> they weren't far uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna we'll talk about uh Judith next because her her arc is a little shorter but uh but yeah so the Judith stuff starts where she's training the youngins like she's out there has her 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 group of the of the younger children not the teenagers but the, like the younger children's and uh kids is, of America whoa yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> kids and, of Alexandria uh, yeah yeah whoa <laughs> whoa and she's doing like uh sword drills with them and and you know they do it and she's like again and you know making him do it and then one little girl was looking at her like really like we're gonna do this again um, who says she's in charge yeah i have the hat uh, yeah she has the hat and the real sword <clears throat> sorry so of course she sees there's a, a bunch of a bunch of kids they're giving her a hard time and she walks over there and kind of no 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 they're not getting they're 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 beating against the wall with the with oh right yeah 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 they're, they're like they're, taunting the walker yeah they're sticking their like finger yeah all to see. kinds of stupid yes and I'm like if I'm Jude I'm like just let them let one of them get bit then they won't do it again <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah true that I will learn that uh huh you figure it out <laughs> it's the post apocalypse version of putting your uh, finger in the light socket right and like mm-hmm. you only do that once Touch of the stove or whatever <laughs> like Jesus it's kids yeah like, don't you get it. <laughs> Like, why do they call you Stumpy? Well, um, so yeah, she she tells him like, "Hey, you need to knock it off, like stop that." And then they, you know, of course, get in her face, and they're telling her, you know, they get on her, and they're like, "Yeah, that's why your that's why your mom left you, or something." And she's like, "What did you say?" Oh yeah, and, and she turns around and pulls out her sword and puts it right up to that guy's uh, what chin. You say about my mama, and she's like, she's like. You know, say it again. Like, say it yeah. again. I dare you. I like how she said that, though. Say it again. Yeah. And she's putting on a very brave face mm-hmm. um, and standing Put up to this, to this kid. And then, Sorry. you know, when, when the girl comes up and is like, hey, kind of, you know, you know, Judith, come, stop. Like, no, this isn't yeah. like. That's our hype man. Y- yeah. Comes in. yeah. So she. <laughs> She puts her sword back and starts walking away, and you could tell as she walks away that she's starting to cry, like she's feeling oh, it. Oh yeah! So it's oh, like yeah. puts up the brave face in the kind of the heat of it, but it really did affect her. Oh, it hurt. Um, it hurt. Mean. Mean yes, very mean. Yeah, um, and th- then the next time we come across Judith, like uh, she comes downstairs or she comes in the house, and she had that little, um, I guess it was a frame or something that had her handprints with um with carl's handprints and it was broken like it was it was broken in half because that's their house they, they right right 
And so she picks up the pieces and is like, you know, who did this? And it must have been you and the and the the one kid that she faced off with before. Um, uh, you know, said no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't me. Like it, you know, it yeah. wasn't me. And so she kind of walks out. Mm-hmm. And it, this is kind of the first time it like really. I, I, I thought I thought the Judas stuff was very good. I, I really liked the Judas stuff this episode. But you really kind of got the sense that Judith is alone. Like her birth mother died. You know, g- literally giving birth to her. Mm-hmm. Her father, her brother dies. Her father, she thinks, is dead and gone. Her, you know, the only mother she's ever known left. Um, and she's just kind of st- stuck with her brother. Daryl's, you know, constantly, you know, he was gone for a long period of time. And, and now he's gone again. And Carol's gone. And, um, as you know. the as the number one critic of Judith on this show, I agree with you that this is very good stuff for her character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that she effectively does what's needed. It's never the actress's fault; it's just more like how they write her. But I think this right. week they did a good job of giving her stuff to do. Yeah. So she's kind of outside there, and then Rosita comes up and tries to console her, and she's like, "Look, I never knew my father. My mother died, you know, when I was not that much older than you." And she kind of gives her this story to just, you know, pepper up and say, "Look, th- this." You know, this thing you have is not, you know, is not your brother and not your not your parents. Like, did you did you just get past the the handprints thing? No, that was what was broken. The handprints. Oh, sorry. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. I misheard something. Yeah, well, here's the one thing that Rosita's not doing: stuck talking to these boys about messing up her shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Rosita's <laughs> a thing, right? She's like, she's literally like outside the door. Yeah. Like, what's what, who's watching these kids? Like, what's going on here? And you think, you know, Rosita's kind of salty. You'd think she would just come up to that little kid and grab her by the collar and be like, look, you little bastard. (laughs) She's a mother. What's she she not doing mothering anybody? Yeah. Yes, she ain't a good mother. This isn't about, like, fight your own battles. It's Judith. She's, like, eight. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, so she she tries to talk, kind of put Judith at ease and, and kind of... Uh, helps yeah, there's greater things in physical stuff. It all burns. Got it. Like it's yeah. like, good. Thank you, Brusita. But Jesus, like help yeah. me out here. Like, these, like, these these mean boys are being mean. Like I think you get that. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is gonna. I mean, in that other than the very the well, bit obviously of these, it's going somewhere. Obviously, there's gonna be some confrontation I, that happens. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that that they're not gonna leave it here. Um, I hope it doesn't lead to like Judith becomes a little sociopath like Carl. Like I'm hoping there's a different storyline in store for her. No, it would be nice though if she took that board and was like and just slammed that thing right on top of his head. head. Yeah. I, I'm sure what's gonna happen is he's gonna be, one of these kids is gonna be in some kind of peril and she's gonna end up being the badass to come in and save him and th- then they change. Yeah, the they um, could do that too. Yeah. Know. Or it's like the counter of Carl, where like if it was a different situation, Carl would just straight up let them get murdered, or you know, murder them secretly when they're like in an alley or whatever, like when nobody's looking. And instead, <laughs> instead, it's more like Judith, like I could have killed you, but I'm choosing not to, yeah, because I'm right. better than you. Yeah, then she walks off, and Shaft starts playing on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and then a hype, then a hype dude, a hype man comes in, and <laughs> she could have killed you. Somebody's a gate is descaring on the Walking Dead all of a sudden. Somehow Jerome from the time is there. Like, <laughs> you don't want none of this. You don't want none of this. <laughs> Start doing the dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. The- episode i want <laughs> <laughs> um all right 
<clears throat> so that's pretty much until the very end. That's that's the kind of the the end of Judah's story. So uh, let's cut to the Commonwealth. Um, so this was kind of funny because right after the cold open, we get the Commonwealth commercial, mm-hmm. and it was right. funny because as as at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned getting AMC Plus. Well, one of the perks of AMC Plus is you don't have the commercials. So right. for about half a second. <laughs> After the cold open struck, and that came up, I was like, wait a minute. I'm not paying for commercials. And I was like, oh, (laughs) that's what this is. Because it was like four. Why is this such a cheap commercial? Yeah, I was like, wait, this is four by three? What's going on? Commercial shot in 1991. Yeah, I mentioned nothing about this on AMC+. Yes. Um, But I thought that was pretty. It was very much like a... uh, like something out of Stranger Things or something like that that oh, they would yeah, do, you yeah. know, for four by three, it's videotape and it's this whole, um, you know, promotional video of, you know, so you find yourself at the Commonwealth. Um, it's great though. It reminded me of, uh, I mean, they show the guy baking the bread and like, you know, yeah. making the dough and like all the imagery kind of a little bit slow motion and soft focus. I, I, and, I like when they say security and he and Lance puts his arms on his hips. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like emphasize this point. This is good casting. Josh Hamilton, he's a, he's a neat actor. He's like a character actor. He never like took off, but um, he was in eighth grade recently. He's like he's the girl's father in that movie. Um, but uh, he like has a really specific look where it's like, you, you turn him one way, and he looks like the nicest guy. You turn him the other way, it's like there's something going on underneath the surface uh-huh. here. And I think it's I think it's very clever casting to to do that with with this Lance uh, Lance what, Hornsby, yes. uh, Lance Hornsby character as far as what we know about him so far. So yeah, so they they're in basically in this room watching the promotional video for the Commonwealth to just kind of talk about stuff, uh, and they each get their papers that show them what their job is going to be. And so Eugene's going to be a teacher. Princess is going to be a retail clerk, and so it's funny because she's all excited, wondering if they got a mall, and she's like, "Man, we got a mall. I'm gonna." I love working at the mall. Yeah, Um, she kills animal control. Yeah, animal control. (laughs) And Yumiko doesn't get a job, but she just has this ominous paper of like, "You're somebody (laughs) important," Um, because everybody else's question, like Eugene, is like. Hey, we need to talk to somebody. Like we, like we shouldn't have jobs. We're not staying here. We just need help. And the 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 bureaucrat dude is like, talk to the boss. Like, don't don't you know? Uh, Princess has like a great lie because when she get when Yumiko says what her things is like, oh, it must be the accent as far as why she's so special. Yes, <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah. Um, so yeah, they don't want to have the, this dude doesn't want to have anything to do with any of them. No. And then no. you and then after they kind of go out their way, Yumiko is like, well, who do I need to talk to? And he hands her that letter, and she's like, oh. Excuse me, ma'am. Yes, I will be glad to that, help. That you. is what every person that ever had to go to motor vehicles wishes they could do. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you, you, you're somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. Um, talk about we talk about the scene where she meets her brother uh, coming up next. I think. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, Chubb isn't here, but there was a a big cake crime there. There was oh, a huge God, cake yeah. crime. No, let's let's talk about it, right? Because yeah, yeah, so Yumiko. <laughs> She, uh, what she's asking for is where her, where her brother is. Right. So she goes up to this bakery. Um, and I love these lovely cakes and yes. Yeah. I love it. Like even the ice cream, it's like, they make a point of it. It's like, this is like the greatest ice cream you've ever seen. Waffle cones, like everything is, you know, they go in the bakery and everything is just like, let me tell you, but someone with diabetes, y'all made me mad. (laughs) I'm supposed to be looking at that. Um, 
It was all sugar-free. They, they were using Splenda. Um, so Yumiko goes in and um, you know she's seeing everybody. One of the guys that comes in, it's like a younger guy that comes in and he's like uh, setting stuff up and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for somebody. And you hear someone like, hey, boss, you know, where should I put this cake? And as the guy comes in and he's got this beautifully um, decorated cake um, that he's carrying and it's it, it, obviously it's Yumiko's brother and he looks at her and she looks at him and he just like drops the it drops the cake. I'm um, saying you don't drop a, the cake. It's a rough shot. It's the cake it's, slips all the way over. Uh, yes. Yeah, on the yeah, they don't just like camera focuses on it. Yeah. yeah. It's not like they focus on him and he just drops the cake and they you're just like, you know, lingering on his face. Oh no, no. they cut to the cake. You see this? I, I don't know if you guys have it. I I have AS, AMC Plus Chubs, so when it happened, I heard tears in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, AMC so the cake plus falls. plus, you could have like a little zoom box in the bottom, seeing Chubs' uh, live reaction as the cake fell on. <laughs> it was weird that that video went up right away. Yes. It did. It did. Um. So then the next time we catch up with the uh, Commonwealth crew. Uh, Eugene is getting ice cream with Stephanie, and it's funny because he's like, "Is that is that Rocky Road?" <laughs> and that lady looks at him like, "What what's wrong with you?" And just walks away. I uh, know she didn't even answer him. She just yeah. Away. Do you guys think this is the real Stephanie, or do you think they're using this to like? I mean, we see what happens at the end or whatever. Do you, do you think this is actually the woman Eugene was talking to? I I do, but All right. if it's I not, I wouldn't know. be a. Uh, I didn't even think about it. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Um, So he starts talking to her and, um, you know, he's like, look, is there anything you can do to help? You know, we, he says like, I'm not staying long term. Like we're not staying here. We have, I, our friends, we, they need help. And he's like, is there something that you can do to, to, you know, to, to get us past that? And she, she basically is going on about, the the bureaucracy here. There's a, there's just a ton of red tape for anything that that anybody needs to do, and it's like like five weeks to to wait to see the boss, and everything is everything is just extreme like bureaucrat bureaucracy to the max. Um, and so she says she's going to try and get him to the radio room because they look over at like the city hall building or whatever, and there's there's where the antenna is, and she works in communications, so she's going to try and get him um, into the radio room. And that we. I was we were talking so much about cake. I'm sorry to pop back for a second, but did we note that like Tommy is not only is he a baker, but he very much wants people to know that he's just a baker and not a surgeon. He's not yet. App- not yet. App- That's coming up. Is that coming up? Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. I thought that was the whole same scene. No, no. Um. So yeah. So it, it, Eugene has this conversation with Stephanie about just just the bureaucracy. It's like yeah, it, it takes us like weeks to get an appointment to see whoever's in charge around here, and it's like no, we don't have weeks. We need to do, you know we our people are in trouble. We need, we need to do something about it. Um, so the next time we cut up with them, it, it's almost like a, a heist film at this point, right? Like yeah. Stephanie t- goes to take Eugene up and it's it, princess and the King are, um, distraction options are, are yeah, our distraction. <laughs> um, I thought for a minute they were going to like make a loud scene, to distract uh, all the security so they could Princess like speak. just tells Mercer his butt looks good in his arbor. That's yeah. Yeah. Princess <laughs> just flirts with Mercer. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what's, what's yeah so it's some pretty armor. 
yeah. Princess. So that's and, kind of funny. And she's and he, like, and he, where's my, where's the quote? You have really beautiful eyelashes. That's what yes, you have. Me. Really, and, her, and the look he has is like far as. It just inscrutable looks go. It's so good. It's like, yeah. I, I guess I heard this. I guess that's good. I have no idea what to do with it right now. Like, yeah. it's just such a combination of emotions. Right. She's like, hey, right. thanks for giving me my $2 back. And he's like, hey, I'm just giving you your property back. Like, nothing special. You're just, you know, the paper said to give you your stuff back. I gave you your stuff back. Right. Um, right. And so at this point, this is where Yumiko c- catches up with, with her brother. And then she's like, she's like, you could be doing so much more. You were a soldier. And he's like, whoa, 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 surgeon. whoa. Like, oh, surgeon. Sur- I'm sorry. I don't All know why right. I thought it said soldier. Um, and she's like, whoa, whoa. He's like, whoa, whoa. Like, kind of calm down. He's like, like, a, she, she tells the guy early on he's a thoracic surgeon somewhere. Like, oh, right, right. Yeah. And he makes a point of saying, like, he got there early. So he was in Chicago. He started heading west. He found a book group of people. You know, they got here. He got here pretty early on, um, you know, when the when the when the, when the Commonwealth was just starting. And slowly they've expanded out. So it, you know, it like originally it was just a couple blocks, and and everything's kind of expanded more. And he even, you know, comments about how, you know, th- th- there's there's a lot of structure and there's a lot of you know red tape and stuff here. But he he goes on and he's like, look, I'm very happy. Like, you know, the, the essentially the the apocalypse gave me a chance to be, you know as terrible as it was, gave me a chance to be happy. And she's like, he even says like, have you ever seen me happier? And she's like, no, I, I, I guess, you know, or when have you seen me this happy? And and she's like, well, I, I guess now, like you but, seen but when she, when she notes that he's a surgeon, he like, he looks right. He's like, don't say anything. Yeah. He's looking around. Yeah. Keep it on the down. Which, which to, like, and we'll get more of this, obviously, because they're getting more common, but like, it just makes, because like, if he was there from near the beginning, like <laughs> things were already, not completely on the level as seems to be implied by this episode that he had to pretend he wasn't a surgeon. Like that just makes me curious. It's like how deep the implied corruption seems to go here, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Or he was able, you know, before they, everything was structured, he was able to, to fib about, you know, because there wasn't that many people, maybe he was able to fib about his background. And then, you know, th- then they started the heavy bureaucracy, like kind of after. After I kind of took it as that they started all that, like after that. It's like okay, well, I get, yeah, I get that. It just the, but yes, I, it, it's kind of a to be determined type of thing as far as where well, this is going. I'm yeah, I'm sure we'll get it. the rules for the not for me kind of stuff going on at some point. And I'm sure it was just like we're you know before everything was assembled, he was probably just a cook, not just a baker. So you know, it's, it's a, right. a useful skill to have anyway. So. And it's funny too, like I mentioned, like the the guy that's clearly the boss is like much younger than him. So it's kind of mm-hmm. funny that this guy that was, you know, a, a thoracic surgeon, probably very successful, used to calling the shots, is now just like it's like, man, I just bake. Like I got a boss. I mean, like I don't care. Like I'm just <laughs> making a, cakes. After a lifetime of stress, the stress of being a surgeon, having people's lives in your hands. And mm-hmm. then after everything with the apocalypse, I could totally see his point of view. I mean, oh, yeah. oh for sure, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying I'm against him, but it, I just I'm curious where this is all going as far yeah. as the the way the bureaucracy, the way the, the higher ups in this government, yes, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are positioned. So at this point, when we come back to him again, um, Eugene is up in the um, radio tower in the in the radio tower, and he's trying to. Um, uh, we we kind of um, what we'd actually do is we cut to Rosita and Judith, 
and they hear Eugene. They're trying to fix Judith's uh, handprint thing, and they hear Eugene on the radio. And they're and Rosita goes over to it, and she kind of catches him up and is like, "Look, the you know the war's over. We won. Alpha and Beta are dead. You know, but we don't have any food, and you know supplies are running thin, and." that kind of part cut out. So Eugene didn't really hear too much about the whole supply stuff. Um, And at this point, the signal cuts out and then we cut back to them and Mercer comes in to the radio room and uh, they all get arrested. arrested. Um, So then we cut back to them again. They all get hauled in and the the magistrate or whatever is basically telling them like okay you're all being charged with these crimes and you're going to get tried and and everything else and they make a point of like hey you guys are all bureaucracy laws following order like we want our attorney and it's like oh you have an attorney and they're like yeah we have a very uh a very what do they high, high profile or or very mm-hmm. important uh attorney um and they're like, well, you're not resident, you're not citizens here, so you don't, you know, you basically, you don't get it. Um, e- and at Eugene, this point, Eugene's a little like, once again, I get, I guess that he's just driven by emotion these days compared to logic, like he used to be. He's just evolved, but like, because he's sitting there, he's like, if I could just explain to you guys for a second, it's like, yeah, Eugene's the one that like gets this the most. I wouldn't think that he's like, if I could just bypass all of your laws, yes, and just tell you what's <laughs> good. like. That's not what Eugene would do. Eugene would be like, no. yes. I heard your laws and I abide by them because I'm a nor- I'm a person that thinks only in logic terms. So or or I read through your you know yeah, complete through, constitution read- and bylaws. Here's <laughs> the loophole I found to allow me to 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 do X Y or Z. Yeah, but I guess <clears throat> increasingly I just have to accept that if it's an emotionally driven scenario, he's going to bypass that his own thing as far as how he acts and <laughs> react yeah. in that then that way. That's just going to have to go along with this. Yeah. Um. So at this point, Stephanie comes in with Hornsby, and um, and and um, he's like, "Let him go." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And so she tries to the Stephanie. Wait, the Stephanie stay like she she leaves back out. No, she stays in. Um, and Hornsby tells the magistrate to come out because he was going to talk to him. Yeah, and then the rest of them are in there, and and. Uh, and Stephanie's like, you know, hey, he can, you know, he he can, basically, he's somebody that might be able to help you. Um, you know, just you could trust him, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where we leave the uh, the Commonwealth crew or suspicions as far as what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So things are starting to get a little little weird here because I I don't know what they're. I mean, well, if I had to spec, I'm trying not to like blend what I know about the book versus what the show is presenting me. But like, if I had to right. speculate based off what the show is telling me. Clearly, they're just interested in where these people came from. Like, that seems obvious, right? right? Like, they want to know where they came from. At the same time, they have Yumiko, who's clearly valued because of, well, for being a lawyer, for one thing. But, like, whatever else is going on with hers. It's like, I'm curious what, like, Hornsby's, what the gain is, I guess, in all of this, given how perfect their community seems to be, as is. Right. And the show will surely provide me with that information. Yeah. Um, so that's where we leave them. So the last uh, bit of story we have this week is Maggie and Negan. And again, we kind of catch up with them. They're back in the woods and they're fighting on. Um, and at this point they have a little bit of banter and Negan kind of asks her like, why haven't you put me down? And she's like, I'm wondering that myself. And they kind of get into this little bit and, 
this is like cut and paste from the first episode. Like, of yeah. The like, yeah. I was, it annoyed me because I'm like, we had this dialogue. Like, what yeah. are we like? This isn't forwarding anything. This is not even clever. You're just saying the exact same. It was like, yeah. Like, and then like, he, she picks up the verbatim. Like, she's yeah. like, the same thing. And it's like, okay. I was because I'm intrigued by this relationship or this dynamic, but it's like, if the show is going to be that lazy, like, why am I supposed to care about these two at this point? Yeah. And, you know, of course, they get in this heated, you know, bit and, you know, she pulls out the knife and throws it and Negan kind of ducks. And, of course, it's to hit a walker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody's throwing things. Yeah. Um, and do, 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 do. so then, yeah, then, um, they get to the satellite, they get to the satellite and he's trying to talk some sense into her about waiting. Um, and you know, no, she, he, she wants to wait. He wants to go. Right. He's, he's he's saying the lot that, you know, explain the logic to Yes, He's, he's, he's dumb. Yeah. This is dumb. We need to go, you know, you you know you essentially know I'm I'm right, um, and and so the, the the bits with Negan and uh, and Maggie are kind of are 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 quite short compared um, to the which, rest of them, which makes sense because they have nothing to offer beyond yeah. waiting here, and when we do have something to offer, it's just stuff you've already heard before. So it's like okay, this whole part is just more like hey, remember us, and then oh, they reunite with some people. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, stability seemed to be the. Well, you're right, Aaron. It just seemed like they're rechewing what they've already gone through with these characters. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like anything progressed. You know, it's like I hate you, but I don't know why I haven't killed you. And yeah, it's the kind of thing that makes that practically makes you wonder if they filmed this out of order. Like if they filmed like, the like this it. stuff first, and then they filmed the subway stuff next because sure. it's more complicated. Yeah. Because yeah. it's because it's it's the it's like you know it what I wrote it down like why haven't you put me down yet he says the same thing in the subway and she says yeah, the same, she has weird. the exact same response she's like right. I think about it every day and I'm like yeah I know I you said that to me already like I got <laughs> that <laughs> and you know the I I mean the the most thing that we saw the, the most progressive thing, thing with their relationship was when he said listen. I, we both have one thing in common. We both want to live, right? Yeah. So it behooves me to <laughs> to kind of work in that behalf for both of us to survive. They they do get to a point. Now, I don't think this is the way they're going, but they get to a point where they're like basically about to fight, right? Like Negan's yeah. putting stuff together, and he's going to yeah. just like, I'm going. I'm going to go back home. Yeah, he's doing yeah. something. I, and, I, yeah. and, and they're about to like throw arms, and... The way it's framed, where they get very close to each other, I'm not saying it looks like they're oh, about to no. kiss. Oh, no. Please tell and me I'm no. Not, and I'm not trying to ship this whatsoever. I'm just saying, in terms of how the filmmaking's handled, like, mm-hmm. they're getting close in a way where it's like, are they going to, like, are they going to push a different angle on this? Like, hate Well, you? I thought they were going to go the route of, you know, I hate you, and, you exactly. know, and then you break down, and it that kind smash. of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. They that did would- yeah, thank God, I'm because I think did. at that point, like, there's no way, like, this man smashed your husband with a baseball bat. That, exactly. Like, there's no, there's no set of circumstances where no, that. No coming back from that. I'm not so, saying it's good, but I've seen other shows no. do this. Oh, I, yeah. Like, no, there was. I totally th- get it. Yeah. There was. They would try. Yeah, there, I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, man, 
like this is this feels of like some close. sexual tension going yeah. on that is making oh. me very nervous. God, I hope not. Um, that never came to be. Like it was clear that that that's uh, when yeah, they cut back uh, to Maggie the last time. It was clear she her like she had she was seeing red. Like she uh, she, she had anger in, in her face. And I didn't want her to break. Didn't do the breakdown with him either. Like even if he had done the the breakdown of of. You know, I'm, you know, I hate you, blah, 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 blah. And, and then he tries to say something comforting to her kind of thing. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go that route either. They tried a Hallmark movie, this shit. I'm out. Yeah. Because you I can't, totally I mean, it's no coming back. Like, they, they just have to, the exactly. only thing you can really work out with them, too, is, look, you just have to, you go your way, I go my way. I, can, I can't hold on to this anger all forever. I got shit to do. Like we got to be. This is gonna be something if we're all wrong and they do go that route. (laughs) I know. Oh my god! I hope you're wrong, Aaron. I really. We'd have to. Yeah, I think. I think the podcast would come to a abrupt halt. (laughs) Stop giving the listeners like ammo to 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 use against us when we keep going and something happens. Yeah. (laughs) This will become the Fear the Walking Dead slash uh, Daryl and Carol podcast. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah, so and then uh, Gabriel arrives. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel Gabriel comes in and and Elijah. And yes, and uh, Sans mask, no mask for Elijah. No mask. No. And which also, um, now I'm wondering, going back a step, was Elijah part of the Reapers, or you just like have a Reaper mask, or like what's what's his deal? Like what's going on with this guy? Yeah, I wondered that too. He was such like a like a ninja badass when he first came on the scene, and then. Like immediately, like yeah. maybe it's like the, under the reverse. Did we did so we establish? Did like who did someone killed like his sister? Right? Is that the thing with him? Yeah, that was the thing with. Yes. with him. Is it one of the reapers from last week, or like maybe it's like a reaper that did it and he got revenge on the reaper and took his mask or something? Maybe that's what it is. Something maybe. like that. I mean, clearly it's a reaper mask, right? I'm not off base by saying. This. No, no, I don't think no, I'm off base. No. No. Well, it, looks so like I, it looks like some spirit Halloween. So yeah, yeah. So we I find was, out I it was Lynn ass- Collins that killed his so sister. I, so I would assume, yeah, probably his sister. One of those twists. Uh, I, but I would assume, yes, like it's some like battle he had with a reaper, and he took it as a you know trophy and like you know a way to hide himself because he's so fragile inside or whatever. Yeah, that's not so, me judging. That's just me pointing out what's going on with his character. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's what they and, gave us. Yeah, <laughs> character. Yeah. So as soon as they get there, obviously it's clear that that Maggie was right. Like Negan was convinced they weren't coming. There's no point in waiting. This is stupid. We need to, you know, we need to move on. So well, then he wasn't wrong to say, we he wasn't wrong with what till, he said till, he, to wait till, um, cause he did say, wait, wait until, um, what was it? He said like sundown tomorrow. Yeah, no, like t- sundown. Like then, like, oh, okay. Okay. So then, like, um, but once she's like, okay, now then Maggie and Gabriel both are like, oh, we need to wait. Like the 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 nobody knows where the others are. Like she she mentioned all the ones that died, and she's like, well, now we need to wait. And Gabriel's like, yeah, we need to wait. And then Negan just sits down, he and so it's really hard. And it makes yeah. Well, Gabe, he said. Well, Gabriel says it in a way that he didn't even know that they were having this argument. Oh, of course, like, yeah, yeah. Just says it out loud, yes. like, like so we wait. Know. Yeah, we, let's you know we can yeah. let's wait for the others then since they're not here yet. Like it was just a it was just a you know a done deal with him the way he said it. Well, obviously he's, he's like, to, look, it's taken us a while to get here. It's obviously right, could have right. taken somebody else a while to and get here. Big, it had this like 
been at the mall all day with your loved one. Yeah. You want to go home. It's not working. You're not going. Just something else comes up. And he's just like, God dang it. Like, he just had this look and his body language just shifted. And he just sat down, like, and it was done. Like, he knew that no argument was going to win the day. Yep. And so that's where things lay with Maggie and Negan. So it's a, for me, it's an annoying thing. Cause it's like Negan is right. Every step of the way here. Yeah. Now, yes. The show's yeah. being like, but faith. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you got lucky. <laughs> like, but the, yeah. like, You should still right. leave. <laughs> this yeah. isn't going to exactly. help. <laughs> like, yeah. You wait until, if anything, you wait until sundown and somebody showed up. Good. They didn't, the others didn't show up too fucking bad. It's time to go. Like, <laughs> I know. Because they are still coming for you. Yeah, right? they are. If anything, they're yeah. probably closer because they followed Gabriel exactly. and this guy. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> Everything okay? All right. So that was um, that was this week's episode Out of the Ashes. Out of the Ashes. What, uh, Aaron, how many busters do you give this week's episode? Yeah. Um, I guess like three and a half. Like, I, <laughs> I, I like this episode. I, I, there's nothing like overwhelmingly positive about it for me. Like I did, there's nothing I necessarily dislike beyond like the repetitive stuff with the more Maggie and Negan and Rosita doing nothing, but saying everything kind of irked me. So like, I mean, it's, like that's, it's like stuff like that's just kind of like it, it kept it, it held the episode more into like above to like average, slightly above average mode. But I like, I really liked seeing the Commonwealth for the first time. Like that was, you know, having read this thing and now like seeing it in action. It's like, I I'm, I'm very curious about what's to come in the show's version of of handling this this um this city and like the Aaron Jerry Carol Lydia stuff like the hilltop stuff it's pretty hardcore I yeah. was I was uh, like when Carol's the one that's acting as the voice of reason you're like oh these are getting out of hand <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so like true. those halves of the story worked and yeah I mean Judith did like the, as I said I do think the actor and the writing for her, like, I think that worked more in her favor than not as far as what's going on to keep that area alive. So, yeah, three and a half busts, I think, is about right for me. Excellent. Jim? I give it three. Uh, I like some of the stuff. Some of the stuff I didn't hit with it as well. The Negan and, uh, and Maggie stuff, I just felt like it was a rehash. So I kind of threw that out. But I did agree with Aaron. I really liked seeing the Commonwealth finally after them building it up all this time. Um, the stuff at the hilltop was fine, but, um, yeah, just a three. Daryl? Uh, yeah, three all around so far. Um, it was, I mean, it wasn't great, but I mean, I enjoyed the episode, but it just wasn't anything that made me go, ooh, this is a memorable episode that I will, you know, talk about again sometime. So three, three is good. I'll give it three and a half. Um, Again, I, I thought this week was better than last week. Uh, I thought there were, you know, other than just a lot going on this episode, um, for the most part, it, like I said, it, it, I think we kind of spoke our piece on the Maggie and Negan stuff. Um, I, I think this could have benefited from, like, that one week where we just got the real brief Father uh, Father Gabriel stuff. Like, we could have probably just uh-huh. done with the last bit of Maggie and Negan uh, at this point. But uh, I really like the Commonwealth stuff because it has me really intrigued. I thought the hilltop stuff was was pretty well done, and and again, I like the Judas stuff this week. So yeah, three and a half. I thought it was a, a solid episode. Um, so that's our busters. What about the Facebook groups, Jim? Well, we got a few people chiming in here on the Facebook dot com slash group slash WDTV podcast, including Mister Mike Jones. Three two dollar bills out of five. 
Was it amazing? No. Did it keep my interests? Yeah. The real Stephanie was the girl who didn't speak at the ice cream truck. Okay, this is what I was talking about. Because there was that girl at the ice cream truck that kind of looked... Did you notice that in the scene? When 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 one? Eugene said, "Is that Rocky Road?" Yeah, and she yeah. just kind of looked at him like, "Like what?" And just just yeah, looked at him and then walked away. I don't think the Stephanie that's presenting herself as Stephanie is the real Stephanie. Mm-hmm. That's oh, just my so we're theory. having conspiracy theories here. It is. I'm not the only one who thinks this. I mean, you talked to her on the radio. Like, it's I'm like, just saying. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Princess obviously doesn't flirt much. True. Having the whispers again was a complete waste of time. Uh, the, the Negan and Maggie uh, scenes were good and could have used the time wasted on cakes and ice cream cones. The preview for next week looks awesome. And Richard Charrington wrote in a 2.5 cheesy welcome videos out of 5. I echo what Mike Jones has said above, minus the preview for next week, as we don't get to see it here in the UK. All I will add is I really hope we, they don't go down the road of Negan and Maggie getting it on. That would totally ruin it for me. I totally agree, Richard. And that's all we got this week. Only a couple of comments. So uh, we'd appreciate it if you pick up the pick up the mantle and uh, join us on the Walking TV Dead TV podcast group and chime in with your uh, comments on the on the uh, episodes, especially as we're going into the other shows and everything going on with uh, October and whatnot. Yeah, so. and we're. I think we're back on a pretty good track of recording on Mondays. So episodes air Sunday. We're pretty much recording Monday or Tuesday. So yeah, get those get those busters in. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening. So real quick, Aaron, where can people find you on the internet? I'm in a few places. You can find my write-ups for The Walking Dead, as well as my movie reviews at We Live Entertainment. I write Blue reviews and Criterion reviews over at Lisa Blue, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. And, of course, the podcast I co-host with my friend Abe, uh, out now with Aaron and Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases, and we just had a whole big episode focused on the top highest-grossing films of the summer, where we had a fun competition, which, Jim, you were involved with. And uh, was. You'll, you'll hear those results very soon if you're a listener of that. Spoiler, I didn't come in last. There you go. I was happy about that. Daryl? Uh, You can uh, catch me on uh, Gotham by Geeks with Russ. We just hit 200. uh, So we have fun uh, recording that. So uh, check that out. You can also check uh, check me out on Nothing's On with uh, Jim, of course, and Donnie Salvo, where uh, Fall TV is here. So uh, just went over the whole new Fall TV schedule. Just went over it. On our yeah. show, um, yeah, yeah we, we talked. Had a lot of good talk this week. We had a lot of, yeah, a lot of good yeah. stuff going on. Stuff. And I'll try to watch it all so we can talk about it next week. Um, and so every and you can check out all the other uh, podcasts that are on the Taylor Network, and also check out Retro Movie Geek. Uh, we have uh, our Spooky Fest Fest uh, coming up in October, where we will be. The theme will be all. Vampire movies, all, all Dust Till Dawn, nice. uh, Vampire Circus, uh, Blackula, all of it. We run the gambit. Um, Once so, Bitten, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Yes, uh, also. Yes, <laughs> all did. the classics, got it. We did about 60-something of them or, or another. Um, so uh, you can definitely check that out. Uh, and uh, that's it. Jim? Uh, like I mentioned, every week we just drop the new episode of Nothing's On, our big fall TV uh, schedule uh, preview and look at. And you can catch me on the Brandon Peter Show 
uh, thebrandonpetershow.com. Every week, uh, we're doing the old space show. We're going through Space 1999, episode by episode. Uh, second season, even wackier and crazier and full of weirder stuff than the first. Check it out, thebrandonpetershow.com. And like everybody else said, Gotham by Geeks, HHWLED, right here with this podcast um, is where you can find find me. Um, that's pretty much it. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, and until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, you, too, can live the plus life if you so choose. Don't drop the cake. I didn't choose the plus life. The plus, plus life chose me. <laughs> <laughs>